well good morning everyone and welcome again to revelation hour um lovely to have you here again this morning and i hope that we will have a wonderful time together to be honest i am shattered this morning <laughs> uh we went through i just enjoy the presence of some intercessor warrior last night oh boy they are definitely warriors um so it's been a long long night but we thank god's grace uh in this season and in his time it's been wonderful good morning marcia are you doing you okay i'm fine thanks yeah, good zipping, morning. zipping on your cup of tea to give you strength this morning is it yeah it's my little remedy you know is a it? little pep me up pep me up so why isn't it tea tell me uh herbs herbs yeah you know rose hip you know for rose hip elderberry black pepper um poke root there are a few things in there okay you know. so is that the intercession tea in the morning <laughs> <laughs> no this is what i call the immunity boost it, but i put i've made it warm so you can take it cold or you can take you can add warm water to it but it's lovely. A, a lovely boost lovely lovely well again it's lovely to have you here this morning there's a lot to talk about today mm. um but uh, as usual i want to just to remind <coughs> sorry everyone um how you can join us and also how you can listen to us um well on this um page here i'm just going to display here those are the way you can access to us via facebook we've got um a facebook page here when you can also listen revelation hour live on facebook live at that time right now uh, we've got we've also got Twitter and we've got an email address info at revelationhour.co.uk for those who don't have Facebook you can also listen to a via Zoom um, through the WhatsApp or you can also listen via YouTube so there's people right now that's listening via YouTube so here we go I think I've done my round of things why don't we begin to pray really open up and give this opportunity for the Lord to have his way today mm-hmm. Heavenly Father we just want to thank you so much again for your grace and uh, really for your mercy toward us Mm. we thank you for really what your son has done on the cross and we know that if it wasn't for him we wouldn't be here this morning and lord we want to commit this show into your hand as we continue to discuss some of the prophecy that you have revealed to us and also continue to look into the antichrist this morning we want to pray father that truly you will speak through us you will reveal to us things that has been hidden as well so we can continue to prepare ourselves adequately and as we continue to build a community within a community father in jesus name amen amen Amen. okay so you know, I was thinking maybe I should leave the show to you and just let you go through it all the way until the end. And then you look at me with those eyes that's not as big at the moment, but you know. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's fine. So <laughs> you're laughing. You're, you're thinking, really thinking about it, aren't you? I am was really thinking about it. It's, you know, I feel like I've been doing a marathon, you know. So, But it's that's good. Hilarious. I really, really enjoy that. So yeah. as we looked before, um, looking into the way w- the world is today we know we've got topics we've done topics on the new normal we had a few guests coming in as well um over the l- last few weeks to really talk to us about different aspects of it i want to go very briefly we're not going to spend too much time on it because i think there's some things that i've sensed the lord has really kind of pull on my heart to share this morning to kind of explain it as well and i think yesterday even as we're praying 
this vision came about and we kind of give us a bit more insight on how the world is moving right now. Now, we know the world right now is in the future from a science perspective. Science has been pretty much at the forefront of every decision most leaders made up to today. We know right now that, um, you know, whatever's taking place and we are talking about the heart rate that has been rising in England, in certain part of England, so they may be thinking to localize uh, some of the lockdown as we kind of ease them the, the rest of the country. But, you know, I always say this, and this is something I always try to remind myself that our, our revelation is seeing the word from God's perspective. And that's something I'm trying to remind ourselves, especially me, that whatever's taking place, we've got to remind ourselves that we've got to see it from God's perspective. You mentioned something quite interesting last week, not to focus so much on a detail. By focusing on what God is doing in this season hmm. and there's a lot of thing that God has been doing in this season you know as we look what's taking place outside God is working God's always working from the inside out he's always working from inside and then you see the fruit of his work on the outside and that's what God is doing with many many people at the moment now one of the scriptures I really always like to talk about is these two scriptures first peter 5 8 and second corinthians 2 11 because he speak of our position right now you know to be sober to be vigilant um because as you said that the adversary and the devil walk about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and we need not to be ignorant of god's of uh, satan's devices and that's the word speaking second corinthians 2 11 so truly what we're doing now we trying to bring a light to the devil's plan so we can be prepared adequately and especially when it comes to prayer we know what to pray for for example so this is some of the things that we be kind of sharing uh, very briefly now what i want to do now i want to read this uh vision that i received um, that was about a month and a half ago and, and I think this is something that at the time when I received this vision I did not really understand it even I was keep asking those questions but as we went along over the last few weeks and months there's been a major major revelation in the term of what this is represents so this is what he says here three successive wave to eat the earth one is already passing in the form of the COVID-19 two more to come hold tight make sure you are holding the lord tight fix your eyes on jesus and hold tight to him for two more waves are coming this is not my wrath upon this earth it is my wake-up call for my people what's your take on a young lady <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's as it says, isn't it? And I think, as you say, as the weeks have gone by um, and as we pray more, as we press in more, um, Holy Spirit gives us more revelation as to um, the different things that are taking place and, and possibly what we ought to be focusing on. Um, so as we've been praying um, in the early hours this morning, we saw in terms of, or we sensed in terms of the first and the second waves we were take we were looking so the first wave we were actually in we were saying it was in the form of covid-19 but from a spiritual perspective we were seeing that particular things have been released with different waves 
Um, so with the first wave, as we well know, um, there was a lot of fear around. Mm. You know, people were very fearful. Um, with the second wave, you know, so with the first wave, um, I've been told to speak about the first wave. I just keep seeing John Mark's finger. What is, um, I'm just letting you know what's going on in the background, people. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got so, to talk you know, about the first like, wave before we go to the yeah, second and so the third wave. So with the wave. first wave, um, we're seeing that fear has been released. Um, and I think a lot of people can actually um, understand that and have witnessed that and, you know, from conversations, but also from the media. I think one of the things that was, was happening, I think, with the whole toilet roll saga when people were just panic yeah. buying, and you know, I kept saying to Jean Marc, "What's with the toilet roll?" You know, I just didn't understand. And then afterwards, it was like almost Holy Spirit dropped in me. It's just almost like a test. They were testing to see. It was like a test run, a trial run for them. So it's almost like you can you can see the powers that be ahead, just like the aerial view of them, and they're watching all these people panicking, going, and they're they're giving one word or one thing or one item to buy. And then there, it's it's the trigger for them to know how people will respond in a, in a crisis, or in a panic in a panic state. So it's it's a psychological test. Absolutely, it's a psychological test to see how people would respond. And and I think people responded in exactly the the way that they expected, or actually even more so, I think, mm -hmm. um, than the way they expected because they gave the they, they released toilet roll, you know. Um, be a shortage of toilet roll or it, not even toilet roll just to buy toilet roll and I, everyone I, I think, like I think that sheep the, went to buy toilet roll mm, without asking any questions but I think the idea behind this toilet roll was something was posted that in times of crisis the first element of survival is toilet roll so ev somebody just released that and people just start buying it and it had a kind of a spiral effect because where more people were buying more toilet rolls, there were less supply. So, you know, you don't really buy a lot of toilet rolls, but then suddenly you need toilet rolls and you can't find any toilet rolls anywhere. And mm. it's become such a phenomenon. But it's interesting that you mentioned about the test here because if they're able to test people, you know, the way that they do it now, and something yesterday you mentioned about the fear, because as we look in this slide, for example, those are fact. We've been 82 days today, 82 days in lockdown. The lockdown started on the 23rd of March, 2020. Um, from the 28th of May, we begin to lockdown begin to ease, but it's been over 292,000 cases in the UK alone of people contracted the COVID-19. And out of those cases, we have so far from yesterday, the number, official number said, the official number is 41,481 UK patients that basically died since the beginning of this, this, this pandemic hit the UK. Now, when you think about it, and you think about the first one, and the Lord clearly said that the first wave is passing so as you can see things has been relaxed a little bit but there's still fear there there's still uncertainty how things is going to to develop for example because, yeah because that was the spirit that was released. absolutely and that's so what you mentioned is, and this is where when when holy spirit is speaking to us about to not be distracted with the details the thing is it's important that we keep our eyes 
on fixed on Jesus, but mm-hmm. also on spiritual things. Absolutely, because this is spiritual warfare. It, is. it truly is. It I, is. It's it's like we've never seen before. Um, and the thing is, you can see that they're attacking the psych. Like it's always a psychological aspect. You know, um, how will people respond? People respond in fear. Okay, great. Now, what else will we release? So when you're talking about the second wave, okay, it's just like it's almost like they were like, okay, this is a simulation for the first wave. Let's see how they respond. Now it's um, was it was it Truman Show or something? Remember the Truman Show? I think yeah. With um, where, where Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Okay, yeah. where it was a false, it was a false world, and yes. then he walked out he and walked he saw out, that he there saw was a, it. it was he was on a film set. Yeah, and it's almost like that. That it's it's a simulation that's taking and place. That's what I was. And the thing is, what's released each time is something else and something else but in the spirit in the spirit physic in the physical we see certain things but in the spiritual realm fear that's the first one yeah so and I, absolutely and and i think that is quite interesting what we're seeing at the woman there is an element yesterday uh, i was having a, a zoom meeting with my uh, work colleague and talking about getting back to work and these companies employ over thousand thousand people all over the world and they said that the full capacity of people returning to work will be up to 40 percent by october now barclays apparently won't get their full staff back into work within three years so they reckon that there will only be about 60 percent of the force returning within the next three years now we are talking about a disease that has you know it's been quite um you know that's kind of hit the world but one of the things that i mentioned and the, the things that are interesting about those waves they are global mm. they're absolutely global so they're not impacting they're not local they're not impacting a part of society or they're not impacting a, a country they are completely global so when the lord is mentioned about successive wave and we are beginning to see that as we start to release this this lockdown as things start to ease a little bit the rate is kind of go down in most of the country and people are beginning to try to get back to some kind of normality even we looked into the new normal how things would be like social distancing and and temperature was it yesterday they were in my firm they were also talking about putting sensors in corridors and everywhere temperature sensors mm-hmm to test people's temperature that as well. That does not surprise me. And I think this is something that actually may instill a lot of fear in people, maybe not to we'll go back to uh, the fear to be labeled mm. as, a, um, as a COVID-19 case mm. in that sense. So those are the things that challenge you. But the most important thing is, as you said, is looking from a spiritual perspective. You know, What God is releasing, what the enemy is releasing, that fear factor mm. has been releasing that fear factor. We as people, we need to begin to pray mm. to release the spirit of peace upon mm. this earth. Mm. It is very and, important yeah, that we some, do that. Yeah, and something else that someone was praying is just like we were saying as we were praying is the, that, of course, as you said, as the enemy releases these, this whichever spirit it is, we're counteracting it with the word of God mm-hmm. and what the opposite is. So if he's releasing fear we're praying peace and faith mm-hmm. you know um but especially peace into people's lives you know so this is what i saw you know is as the enemies release peace i mean fa- uh, fear we we pray and we speak and declare peace mm-hmm. in homes 
in 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 marriages mm-hmm. in into into workplaces in with colleagues with our nation we we pray and we we declare peace mm-hmm. um so there isn't you know this this chaos or this what someone saw was havoc they mm-hmm. saw the word havoc you know so that havoc is not is not a portion for us so we continue to pray and this is why it's really really key and important at this time that we're really hearing what the spirit of god is saying and but we're also praying you mm. know we're, we're really praying and it, and it's 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 not an easy task to to get up and to be praying like this um and that there's a grace and anointing that is we need to continue to ask for in order to do it but it's a season where you know as you said with in the word that god gave you it's a it's a wake-up call mm-hmm. for the church mm-hmm. you know for us to wake up um, because obviously there's something that God is doing through and in the church so that we can go and we can impact the world. Absolutely. So let's talk about the second wave now. Mm. Now, as we received this vision a month ago and the Lord was talking about the second wave, the first wave is passing and the second wave is on its way. At the time, there was no anything else to talk about in the COVID until mm. we got the situation with George Floyd. We actually now created a complete worldwide movement. Mm. Last week, the Lord was, I was asking him about the different wave and the, and the second one, and he was telling me, this is the second wave. Okay. This is the second wave this worldwide movement and I, and I and I kind of read the stories of, of George Floyd and, and saw the video and and and, and really um, saw how he has generated a movement never seen before mm. <laughs> and we are yeah. talking not only black people kneeling rising up protesting in the United States this spread it in the UK, spread it in France, spread everywhere. it in Belgium, and now spread it everywhere in mm. the world. Black and white alike, Asian, even Chinese, and some every race in the whole world now is beginning to unite against racism. Now, this is something you think that is brilliant. That's so what we want. We want this to happen. We want. Uh, racism to be eradicated from the whole world. We want mm. people to recognize the brutality that's been taking place in, in, in many parts, not only in the state. We've seen brutality taking place in in the UK. As they were protesting for George Floyd, there was also a protest a protest that was taking place in France for a guy called, um, I forget his name, Traoré or something like that. And he was killed two years ago uh, in custody as well. And from that point, everything has been centered into this racism and then the wind rush has been added into it, and then any other movement has been added into it and as i was saying asking the lord and i said why is this a second wave because it looked like this is a great thing that's taking place and the lord has begun to speak to me about the hatred mm. you fight racism you fight hate with hate. That is not the solution. But that's exactly why it's not taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yesterday the Prime Minister mentioned that 
the movement has been hijacked by extremists, anarchists. And why is this taking place? And my daughter was speaking yesterday. Our daughter was speaking yesterday, and and she's 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 using this. I don't even listen. I'm bare old for this, but she's using this thing. Is it TikTok or TikTok? TikTok. And there's a lot of things that's going through TikTok mm. at the moment, and she's feeding a lot with all that's been happening. You know, even this latest documentary, the Thirteen Amendment, that's coming out on Netflix. Thirteen that's coming out on Netflix and so on, and, and she's also s- she saw a lot of things. She saw things like this. She also saw my documentary as well. So everything tied up into this kind of racism, this kind of really kind of educator in that sense. But what is created in her a little bit as sometimes is creating this hate kind of thing. That's anger, anger that's rising. The spirit of anger, the spirit of hate has risen against it. And I know many people are feeling this way, angry, anger. But the Lord said, you cannot fight hate with hate. you got to fight hate with love. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the story of Jesus always displaying love wherever he was going. When he was dealing with the Samaritan, Samaritan in those days we see as the lowest of the lowest, and they, they, you know. But Jesus displayed love to everyone he was walking towards. The racism was taking place over there between the Jews and the Gentiles. Racism mm. was taking place, but Jesus displayed love. And while we seeing that woman, as you mentioned, Master, again spiritually, on the outside, it is a worldwide movement that's making things to change. You know like toppling stages the, of of slave traders and, and, and so on. And I said to somebody, you can't rewrite the past. You can only write what's going to happen tomorrow. So what is done, it is done. That is part of Britain history. That is part of the state history. You can't take away that, for example, when the Americans or Europeans went to America, they pretty much decimated most of the Indian people and took their land. You can't take away that. It is done. You can't take away that, for example, they needed to work on plantations, so they went to get the Africans from Africa, different parts. You can't take away that. Mm. You can't take away, for example, that in Africa themselves, they sold their own people to the European and Americans and so on. You can't take that away. That is part of a human, how they acted to it. And somebody mentioned you have to acknowledge the wrong of mm. the, the past. The past. And you have to, absolutely. Mm. It is important because if you don't acknowledge the wrong of the past, how can you move forward, and avoiding the mistakes? It's quite interesting that, and that, that you're absolutely right. And the thing is, what Holy Spirit has been showing me is that <laughs> in this, in this whole thing, all these different, these different waves that are coming. First of all, with the COVID nineteen. Um, they were underlying, when they kept saying they're underlying health conditions. Um, and those people were very hard hit. Um, and they, they they suffered in that, you know. What he showed me with um, the Black Lives Matter movement and all, all the things that are taking place are when people have, because people were saying afterwards, a lot of people have been asking, how are you feeling about it? And I, I said to Jean-Marc, I don't I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't have this I don't have this anger or this hatred or I don't have that. Um what I do I see and I just say, yeah, people do need to, to pay for, for what they've done and there does need to be justice. But what I what I realized was that 
and what Holy Spirit was showing me underlying emotional conditions so it's almost like the enemy is used what he's used for COVID-19 he used underlying health conditions for the Black Lives Matter movement which most black people will have some kind of emotional trigger because we've all gone through different things um, and there's never been apologies really there's never been anything really in terms of black people um, for other races different things have, have taken place and it's the first time I think black people as a whole have really had a voice um, to be able to express the hurt the pain um, all of the torment the 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 um, the things that have, have taken place, the injustices, the inequalities, all of these different things, if you think about has mounted up over the years, even when they've made laws to actually so-called protect us, those laws then have been used against us because they've created loopholes within the laws to actually ensure that we don't move ahead for whatever reason. So the thing is, he showed me underlying emotional conditions. So what I've seen in this is that people who you know, have their, and, and Christians as well, um, who maybe have things that are not dealt with emotionally. When this t has taken place, it has triggered so much. And the thing is, this is why I believe that the Lord is saying for us to not be so caught up with the detail. Mm. Because we first of all, and this is what we've been saying to our daughter, first of all, and first and foremost, we need to know who we are in Christ and we need to take the love of Christ to the world. That's the first thing, because if we start getting lost and caught up with what the world is doing, then when we, how, how then can we then take Christ? Because it's that, then we become hypocrites yet again, <laughs> you know, and people then will label as well. You're saying that one thing, but you're doing another, mm. you know? Um, and I think that is very, very important um, and it's not to say to kind of whitewash, you know, uh, everything and, and wash over. Definitely not. Um, but there's a way to do things. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, when we were speaking, we, we, there was uh, interviews taking place somewhere else. And what someone was saying is the only solution for this is Christ, mm -hmm. because they can change laws. They can do all of these different things. But in the end, the laws have been changed before. If we look at the 13th Amendment, because it's quite interesting that Holy Spirit went, took me to, to the um, Constitution the week before, last week or the week before. And I looked at the 13th and the 14th Amendments in the Constitution of America. Mm. Those laws were put in place for Americans to be protected from the times of slavery. Mm. But what's happened is as time has gone by, they've, they've changed, they've made amendments to the am amendments and they've actually turned it against the people. So those amend the, the amendments, those con the things in the Constitution do not actually, the laws don't even, they don't even protect the people. So the thing is, when we actually look at it and it's and, you know, the Bible is very clear. We can we can try and look to men, but the, but the hearts of men will always be wicked. And, uh, and that's the thing. Will always be wicked. And that's the thing. I think that thank you for your comment here. We're not trying to um, to this say what we're saying about it. But I think where we're looking it from perspective, I've been working two years, two years flat out on a Windrush scandal documentary that has been now released. And I spent two years speaking to people that suffer injustice, black mm. people that suffer injustice. They, was come, they came here in this country back in the 50s because they were cold. They didn't come because they wanted necessarily to come. They came because they were cold to come. 
They called mm. to come to rebuild this country after the Second World War. Millions came here. They put their sweat and blood into this country. Left their families Left behind. Left their families behind. Children, children, young children. Young children. My mom did that. And I spent <laughs> two years interviewing those young those families. And many of them during the hostile environment that was put in place again, a law that was put to target black people in that sense. This law was put in place to reduce them to come. And during that time, the hostile environment, those guys were co-op with it. And they lost everything. Some of them lost their job. Others lost their houses, their pension. Everything that they put toward, everything that they built into this country, they lost it. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been deported, treated like criminal as well. And those things are there. We can't change that. And I keep saying that. We now we cannot change that. And it's not about to change. It's, it's not about to neglect what's been doing in the past. Justice has to be done. I agree with that completely. But I believe that there's a way to do it. I believe there's a way to do justice. And a great movement that's taking place at the moment where now black people can have a voice, can get justice mm. for the wrongdoing that has been done over four, five hundred years, I would say, has now been used hijacked. by hijack by people who actually turn this into things that may not look may make pe- black people look like I mean, I'm going to the supermarket now. And I'm looking, I'm getting faces from people. There is a rise of extremism now. Supremacists, white supremacists are now rising up because of a minority of people that have been now taking this great movement and turn it into something mm. else. It's quite interesting as you're speaking. It's just, um, you know, the, the scripture that came is coming to me is that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Mm. And, and, and the thing is, this is what, 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 what we're not saying is not for Christians to not speak. I don't think that's, that's not what we're saying. But the thing is, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, you know, but mighty in God, in Christ, for p- the pulling down of strongholds. These are strongholds. <laughs> they're, they're not something that, you know, it's not something that just we know just happened yesterday these are strongholds so the weapons of our warfare are not carnal you know and as christians i think it's important we there there is trauma there's been different things happen and it's important to work those things through because we can't actually do much um and pray effectively if we haven't worked those things through and i think that's been the problem Mm -hmm. the problem is that all of those things have been pent up for many many years We've not been able to express ourselves as a people. We've had anger. We've 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 had injustices. We've had inequalities. We've we've everyone's been through something. I Everyone mean, has a story. It's interesting you, you know? say that because um, as we, as I was being interviewed for this documentary a few days ago, um, one of the things that brought back to my remembrance is when I grew up when I was born in Paris, grew up in France, and I faced racism on a daily daily basis uh, my school I was the only black in that school full of white privileged people there as and I was literally targeted day in day out um, without reprise targeted by some of my schoolmates 
targeted by teachers would bluntly tell would tell me exactly you know that i'm stupid you know in front of everyone mm. targeted by the headmasters we would say the same thing so in some shape or form all of us has gone through this kind of racism and we it's have. not and it's we not have. for me it, is, it wasn't until i came in this country that i've seen so much difference in that sense in 1998 when the france when france won the world cup the france the, the french team was made of pretty much uh, arabs african and other part of uh, europe uh, portuguese and, and and so on and that was the first time that the nations kind of got together there was no color there was no race it was just one nation in essence celebrating uh together um an event now what we're seeing today as i said is two aspects we're seeing god using this worldwide movement to get justice for injustice that has been taking place over four five hundred years ago but i also believe that as god is speaking about the second wave it is also this wave as you mentioned this hatred that is reason you know especially among the some of the white supremacists and now because black people has been given a voice the white supremacists believe that now there's also be given a voice to respond to it so we're heading toward some kind of clash between white supremacists and the black the black life matter movement now mm-hmm. this second wave it is a very dangerous one i believe especially if we're not praying into this you mentioned a lot of things about the emotions and i want you to talk to us a bit mm. more about it the, mm. because i truly believe what you said is right into the important emotional aspect of it that's mm. triggered mm. especially when i saw this video when i saw the injustice something at the beginning right something i just was crazy i was going on the street and i there's something in me that was inciting hunger mm. you know the thing is it's just like when we look at it, it's, as you were saying, and I keep saying this, you know, as you going back to what the Lord said to you about, this is a wake-up call for the church. You know, it's to waken up the church. And I think the thing is, for the first aspect with COVID-19, it was like when it first came, people were praying and saying that possibly wouldn't touch church members. Then when it began to touch ch- church members, then people were very shocked. Um and they were surprised that it was affecting them and it was affecting the church now you know it's there and and what someone has said in terms of the emotional side of things this next thing is that you know um the church generally is not really it's for us to work it through as well work through the emotions and the things that people are going through and i think that is very very key um and it's something that in church that we tend not to be to deal with very well because we tend to just pray things through and not not speak about emotions how people are feeling and be able to actually work through Mm. those things um and that's what i'm talking about when i say underlying conditions and that's what i keep coming back to is that it first starts with the church and then we can then we are then we're we're free to be able to go out to the world to be able to take the gospel because it's almost it's what I what I say it's it's almost like you have you have a person who is is not completely well or completely whole but they're going out and telling someone and we, we can actually go out there but we're going out with a limp or we're going out with a psychological disturbance but we're not quite there yet ourselves um 
and God wants to make sure that his church is the way that he's called for us to be. So whether that's physically with our health, um, as taking taking care of that, that side of things, or whether it's the emotional side of things and as taking care of that and each other, you know. So I think it's important. So there's been a, a health response. Um, then there's now an emotional response. Um, and I think it's important that we don't just say, okay, and, and, and I'm not saying it's just all about prayer because I'm, I'm quite a practical person, but it's what systems do we put into place in our churches? Mm-hmm. What infrastructure do we do? What do we do with this? Because what we've seen from the health perspective is now people now being really quite proactive and saying, we need to talk more about health and well-being. We need mm-hmm. to do this, which for me is fantastic, you know, because it's something that I, I observed. I was like, well, why do we not have a Sabbath <laughs> as, as Christians, even God rested? Why is it that we, we eat certain things or we do certain things? So for me, it's always been a question because I've always been quite into health it's always been one of the things that you know God has spoken to me about I've had my journey about it but he's spoken to me about it so I just didn't quite understand it why it wasn't a, you know because God speaks to us about being healthy mm. so and the thing is now it's about this emotional side of things it's almost like things that are of being buried um and not really dealt with um God is dealing with them he's, he's dealing with them but he's dealing with us the church first um and I think it's really um, it's really important for us to be able to deal with those things so we're not stuck. Mm. It, it's you, you, one of the things that we talk about emotionally when people um, are, you know, we're dealing with emotional things. You can get stuck in a place. Absolutely. Um, you can you can actually you can get you can get really stuck in a place. And the thing is, if that is not dealt with, it affects every aspect of your life. And you may seem like everything is is fine on the surface. And that's what we tend to do as Christians. We go to church on a Sunday. Mm. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. I'm really good. Yeah, I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm dressed really beautifully. My hair looks good. Everything looks good. But inside, we're going through so many things. And I think that's what I was saying about this second wave. It has triggered an emotional response. So now what we're seeing is we're seeing what actually really is lying beneath the surface Mm -hmm. we're actually seeing what is going on with people but what do we do do we just ignore it and say okay this is the second wave okay and then we wait till the third wave comes or do we actually start acknowledging and facing up to the things that people are really going through and start working through those things with people i think this is what exactly the lord is coming into because when he gave me this vision he said it is not my wrath upon the earth it is my wake-up call for my people and i think one of the things that we need to understand those waves are double meaning yeah it has a meaning to wake up the church and as you mentioned it to deal with the things of the past to the things that has been buried to be put in the open so people can deal with it so mm. we can be a whole as mm. you said clearly and that i agree completely with that on the other side as well what it does it created an environment which from a secular perspective or worldwide perspective it creates an environment which allow people to begin to deal with things that has been taking place for 500 years ago mm-hmm. it allowed this but in the same time there's a reverse coin as well and the reverse coin is that also created an environment of hatred and anger that is rising there's a spirit of anger and hatred also rising and i think as a people of god we've got to be very careful to also 
acknowledge that this thing is rising this thing is bubbling you just have you know i'm going to different places and i can feel the atmosphere i can feel the atmosphere of the spirit of fear i can feel the atmosphere of the spirit of anger and hatred that has risen up and also with our young generation mm -hmm. they're zealous they're mm -hmm. strong they're powerful so the movement mm -hmm is great at the moment because they are gathering the whole world mm -hmm. and it's so great to see white people talking about and now i begin to educate myself about my white privilege i begin to educate myself about what we've done to you mm -hmm. and one of the things that i want to hear from the government and i want to hear from the people is a proper apology Mm -hmm. And I think we haven't heard that, a proper apology. We want to hear that. Mm -hmm. But the other interesting thing about this situation is, for example, all the George Floyd family wanted is justice. When we hear their comments, all they spoke about is justice. Mm -hmm. All they want is justice. But they're not only talking about justice for their sons and brothers, they're talking about justice for every black people that suffered during those 400 years and I, and I think that what I'm interested in at the moment as you speak is the emotional side mm. is how it's to very, deal with it's it. very I important I think it is very very, very important. important it uh, is a key yeah. and what I was saying to you is and, and what, when, when I was saying I, I don't know re really know how I feel it's quite interesting because for the past well for my whole life but the thing is especially for the past two years I was going through quite a few things in terms of <laughs> racism and 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 just you know injustice and unfairness in terms of, of of the you know certain things I was going through um and it literally turned my life upside down so you know in terms of work in terms of everything um so it's almost like all those emotions all those different feelings of anger of of rejection of unfairness of injustice all of those things took place in my life over the past two years so what was happening was I was having to deal with those things I was very angry I was very upset I was very emotional it would trigger things from my past things from my childhood where people would you know treat me in a particular way because of where I was from the area that I lived in you know we grew up in a council es estate where people if they it was basically like you know I can't even imagine like one of the worst places that you can imagine in the south it was like that in Huddersfield so when people saw our postcode they would they wouldn't give you a job or they would they would say oh you're from you, you wouldn't even say where you're from because you knew straight away first of all you're going to be judged because you're black and then secondly on top of that from the, the area that you were in because they would put us all all black people in that area <laughs> um so we all lived in that area and it wasn't until probably I was about 10 or 10 or 10 or 11 it was when, when I was in high school um in secondary school we went to play a netball match on the other side of town I didn't even know that town side of town existed and that's where all the posh people were and it was a really nice area but the thing is straight away because we, we were quite mixed in in our school because it was basically an impoverished area so we were black we were Asian you know we were white we but we were poor people so this is why I was saying in terms of racism you know you have injustices in terms of poverty as well because Absolutely. I was raised in an area where it was extremely impoverished so therefore it, we, they just put all regardless of your color they put you all together you know so we all grew up in a melting pot all poor people together but all colors all nationalities mm -hmm. so you know it's it's one of those things where when i look at it i was at, 
then because of that then you you go to the extreme where you just start thinking when you've kind of escaped from that you've made it you know you don't really want to look back there you're just looking forward because you're like okay but my dad always used to say you know remember you're making when you you're the only black person in a place you're you're first of all you have to work mm. twi twice, twice as hard, as hard. Yeah. and also you know at the end of the day you know you're making a way for someone to come behind you so and be a good example be integrous you know don't you know make sure that you keep your head high and you're strong you work hard and your work ethic is mm. good so the thing is these are the things that i we grew up with um so at the end of the day when i look at it when all of these things were happening at first it was like yep yeah, these are things have been happening for a long time they are injustices but i said this is the first time that we really have a voice mm -hmm. we have a voice and you know it's for our children and for for their sakes i look at um julienne for example she's at, at the stage when she's in her teens so she, this is really affecting her mm -hmm. really affecting her but i i said you know in every negative situation there are always positives that can and, come and, out and of I it. And this is what she was saying as well. I, she believes something good is going to come out of this. Mm -hmm. Through all of that, she's working through all the different emotions, but she's saying, I think something good is going to come out of this. And now we're seeing more, more. They, they were always about numbers in particular places. So if you worked in the city, they would have to have a certain ratio or quota of ethnic minorities who worked there so this is how you kind of got your foot in the door somehow but then they would never be more than a certain amount because it was about quotas now those things are being looked at and you know really they can't really do those things as much anymore that people will still try and do them but they they really been watched more and i think it's then highlighting the injustices this is what i had to do kind of before when i was going through all my stuff it was like okay do i choose do i be the scapegoat here and then really choose and speak up and I had to speak up um, so therefore everyone has gone through their different things but then at the end of the day because there was no you, you really had no voice back then when I was speaking you're the scapegoat and you know that you're going to get you're, you're, you're going to get slaughtered for it but at the end of the day you choose to stand it's quite you know? interesting you say that I mean someone asked me this question uh, a few days ago we have seen many situation take place many brutality mm. and things done against black people mm -hmm. um over the last 400 years why is this movement so different towards the other and as you were saying this the lord reminded me the second wave and i believe god is behind this movement i believe god is behind this movement and as i said it is about things not to be in the open yeah and it's about things to be in the open. And yeah. I think it is interesting to see how it's taken. And what I'm particularly pleased with, it's not only about the black people rising up, it's also about some of the white people are not rising up. And particularly some of the young black celebrity people that are now coming and talk with passion. And, and I think that the things that has been good in that sense is begin to our children begin to be educated into for example the black culture and there's something that's going to change this for example school is going to have to adopt a different way how they teach black culture you know we've got this october um black, black history black history month but i think that the school will have to do more than just give it a month they're mm -hmm. gonna have to people they're gonna have to incorporate that black history into the curriculum mm -hmm. so there's a lot of things that i see taking place that will actually change the way mm. the world is moving mm. and, and i think 
that is the positive but the main thing for me is always the prayer mm. the prayer you know what god is saying in this season you know whatever god is saying to you for some of us we need to be out there on the streets and protesting for others it may be just be in prayer and the prayer close and then continue to pray god's will to be established Mm. and someone was saying that they they believe that Jesus cares about the inequality of blacks and have heard our cries it is important to Jesus um, and it, in, in the Bible it talks about the oppressed and the poor mm-hmm. um, the fact that this is this, this is the, the oppressed the poor and the widows and it's interesting that probably a few weeks ago as I was reading this I was thinking that throughout time the oppressed tend to have been the black people the poor tend to be the black people and those are the people that are on Jesus's heart and he is he definitely cares about us <laughs> you know no two ways about it and the injustices that and the things that have happened it's not you know the bible is clear that you know god never sleeps or slumbers he sees everything he knows everything you know he doesn't miss anything so all of those things you know are truly God's heart it's it's his heartbeat and what we're seeing is that there are things that are being released by the enemy but what the enemy is is meaning for evil God is taken and is working it for mm-hmm. good I truly believe this yeah. in this time and the thing is what I'm saying is people are saying that emotional responses it to it's 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 a good thing it definitely is a good thing it's for me it's a very positive thing because it helps us to work towards being more like Jesus it helps us to work towards being more open and being more honest it helps us to help help ourselves to actually move from that place where we are stuck possibly stuck and then move to a place where we are restored and made whole so we can then go and we can impact the world in the way that Jesus that the Lord wants us to because the thing is when you're partially hot or you're tormented or there are emotional things going on we tend to focus on those things and we can't really see the things that Jesus wants us to do, that God has called for us to do. Or if we do, we're stuck there. So it's very difficult. It's like we're in quicksand. We, we, we're trying to move, but we, we, we're being pulled down. We're being pulled down by this thing. Or, you know, something happens and we, we're fine for one minute and then we make progress. And then the next minute we stop, we can't go any further because something triggers where we can't move forward emotionally. And I think it's really, really, really important um, it's it's really important for us to be able to do that um and someone was saying when the emotions are, are rooted in christ it's a good thing the problem is when it's rooted in the world and this is what we're saying mm-hmm. but what 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 i believe what the lord is doing at this time is that he's if they are if our emotions are rooted in the world he's actually revealing those things to us so we can actually come back in alignment with him and, and i think absolutely and i completely agree with you and i think this is where um as part of us just really and like I said, you know, th- this vision, and I, and I keep saying this, this vision that is revealed, is revealed to wake up his people. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that God wants to do. You know, there's, there's a thing that I, you we spoke about a lot, about emotional healing, yeah. you know, that you mentioned. Healing, yeah. And I think many of us need that aspect, mm. need to be emotionally healed. And I love what this 
this person say if emotions are rooted in Christ it is a good thing and mm-hmm. I agree with that completely Definitely. I completely agree with that spot on with that the problem is when it is rooted in the world and that for me that is a great way to summarize the whole mm-hmm. aspect of it we've got to find out where are emotions rooted are they rooted in Christ or are they rooted in the world mm-hmm. and we can see the difference when our emotions are rooted in Christ that there is a different reaction to things mm-hmm. when they rooted in the world as I said what I've seen in this wave is a double aspect. There's God dealing with his people. Mm. There's God releasing healing upon the world mm. because racism, whether we people agree or not, it is a cancer, it is a disease, and it's been rooted into human's heart for centuries. Mm. And what God is doing now is using that situation and he's bringing it to the fore. But what he's doing is speaking to the heart of the people. So people are beginning to rise. People are beginning to say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that's the word that's coming out. Enough is enough now. On the other side of it, hatred has raised up as well. Mm. So somebody mentioned as well. And again, as a church, mm. we need to be at the forefront of it. We do need to be at the forefront. Some of us have said need to be in the background praying and really seeking God's face you know and say Lord how do we do this because to be honest it's such a delicate very delicate delicate subject Mm. everybody will have an opinion everybody Mm. will deal with it very very Mm. differently I didn't put anything on social media in relation to because again my take on it was Mm. very very different and as I said I didn't know how my emotion were I needed to check my emotions in the first place because it is very difficult. This is something that touching every black person. Mm. Whether you're 10, 15, 20, 50, mm. 60, mm. In, some shape of w- mm. in some shape or form, you've been subject to racism. But it's not just you, it's also your generation. Absolutely. You've seen your parents. Parents, your grandparents. grandparents. You've seen you, your you, brothers, your sisters. You, you, it's it's affected family members, friends. So it's just it's not a lightweight thing. It's mm. it's a it's a big subject, but it's not for us to be weighed down by Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing for it's it's you know the and it the Lord says the battle is not ours, it's his. Mm-hmm. And it's for us I think it's important for us to be able to, to seek him and find out how he wants us to 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 go forward and to proceed in this because it's not something it's it's a very big and heavy subject and how can you do this but but with the with the spirit of god you you can't you i just you can't even begin to do it without no. him um so so yeah so now the third wave mm-hmm. and i've not and i i don't have any revelation from the Lord. So I want to read this, this scripture again before we go to the third wave. Mm. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him though he bear long with them? Found in the book of Luke 18, mm. 7, New King James Version. Mm. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Mm. Interesting. Mm. I believe this, the third wave is this. As we sing changes measure changing the world is changed the world is changed forever and as we see this third wave hasn't come yet but there's talk you mentioned it could be financial and 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 i think it could be a good way to think is it a financial crisis looming toward us 
It's quite interesting. You said yesterday about the country, um, this country. Yeah. Um, so what did you say about the 20% shrinkage? Yeah. Um, there was um, uh, an article yesterday um, reading that um, England, as of April, the economy is shrinking by, Shrunk by shrinking 20%. By 20%. And that's, this is the highest um, of any country in the world at the moment. Um I'm not an economist, so I don't really know why. I mean, some of the elements of obviously the lockdown has been a, a major effect mm. into how finances and how things have affected the finances. As a matter of fact, yesterday, um, the stock market went plummeted again um, as a result of that. So let me say something. The Lord hasn't told me that the third wave is a financial crisis. This is why we've got a question mark here. Mm. He revealed to me about the first and the second wave, which is the COVID and the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Now, I've been praying and I've been sensing that that could be the financial crisis that's coming in essence. Because I'm thinking about all the money that has been given for the fellow people. And, and I think we're looking at a lot of different offices and and. and you know places have been literally shut down and we're not aware of some mm. of them be shut down many of them going through administration at the moment we don't know i think that what we need to do is again speaking privately with somebody as a church as the people of god we need to begin to pray into this as well you know years ago the lord was giving me a scripture that God will protect his people, those who are fixed on Jesus, God will protect them. So they literally won't be touched financially. When the financial crisis is looming, they will be protected. And I think it's God's way to show the world. But it, I can't really say too much about it because I don't want to say something that I'm, you know, having received a revelation, I don't speak unless I get a revelation from the Lord. And in relation to this, it is a question mark. But there is talk in this country and other part of the world that we are actually looming for a major, major financial crisis, which could be as big or even bigger than the one that happened in 1929-30, the the Great Depression in in the 30s. So. It is very interesting to look into this and I don't want us to wait for things to happen. I think we need to begin to pray, you know. We need to begin to pray into this. We need to begin to ask the Lord exactly how do we deal with this? How do we deal with this situation? Because I've seen close to me in my workplace, somebody lost, two people lost their job and it's a big firm they be making cuts right left centers and i think they're not saying anything the other thing that we're asking the question is that those who've been on furlough for example when the furlough stop will they be going back to the work position i know for some people that they some of the company are looking into redundancy for example even they're on furlough at the moment so there is definitely something that the government is not telling us you were saying something before about the money that's been given to <laughs> to pretty much millions and millions of people to be able to go through this lockdown situation. How the government is going to repay this? 
Are they going to raise the taxes? How are they going to recoup what they lost? Hmm. Well, the thing is, it's just, I think, and it's something that someone said is that, you know, it's not for us to forget the past. And I think that is absolutely critical mm-hmm. <laughs> that we do not. Um, history helps us to be able to, you know, the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. Absolutely. And history helps us to be able to see what has gone bef- gone before us, see what's happened before us and how we can do things differently, um, possibly do things differently now and in the future and I think it's important that we very much are very clear about what's gone on in the past in so many aspects of our lives and if if, if not all of them um, it helps us so much so I think when we look at what happened in 1929 mm-hmm. it was you know it was similar circumstances war right so yeah. so the, the, there are different things going on I think now we as we said and someone said before there now the and even people who have been been quoted have been saying now the the threat is not um the type of war that we have is not the type of war that we used to see um so the type of war used to be where you would see people going onto the battlefield and they would fight war in that way Mm. now the types of war that we have we have different types of war so we will have biological warfare we will have um, warfare, which is to do with artificial intelligence. We will also have warfare, which is to do with finances, where we'll have financial crisis, where countries will go against countries, but they will affect, they will try and affect a, a country's GDP. Um, so the thing is, when we actually look at it, you know, war is different now. And this is why as people of God, we need to, we need to do things differently. Um, I think in the way that to, to the way that we have possibly done it before and and i think it's prayer is, is very key because we need strategy we need strategy from the lord to know what to do in these times because no one can know what to do but for but for the holy spirit you know we we do not know and i think it's important that's why it's so key to pray and not only pray but then we also it's important for us to be able to then be obedient to do that which god has called for us to do to actually walk it out mm. um and to be able to do to do that because we in this season in these seasons you know we've seen that we've had to be bold we've had to be we've actually had to really dig deep i think most of us have realized that we've had to dig deeper and we and that's what i think god is calling for us to do and for us to be able to 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 be able to hear really hear what he's saying um, so we can know how to walk, <laughs> you know, we can know how to walk because there's just so much going on. And I think this is why he's saying for us to be able to not be so bogged down with everything, you know, of course, to work these things through. But it's important not to be so bogged down with everything because we need to be able to hear. And the potting soil of revelation is peace. So we need to have peace. Absolutely. You know, we need to be able to hear from him. Absolutely. Um so this is what we've got in terms of the three waves um, that the Lord has spoken to us um, just reveal um, over, over a month ago. Um, this financial crisis, as we must have mentioned it, you know, it's really for us to stay focused. But one thing that the Lord mentioned um, during the financial crisis that he will protect his people mm. he will protect those his who people, their, those have their eyes, eyes fixed on, fixed on him who are walking with him yeah. i think it's very important because 
you know, with the Lord, there are always, con- you know, one of the things with promises of God, there are always conditions, mm-hmm. you know, and as I've been, he's been speaking to me a lot over the past year and a half about his promises. So I've been praying the promises and I've seen the manifestation of those things, but it's not just financial things or other things that he's moved and he's, he's just moved things in, in such beautiful ways. Mm-hmm. But there were, but there were always conditions and some of those things that, you know, I had to let go, very painful, <laughs> you know, and not very easy to do, to walk in the way that God has called for us to walk. Very uncomfortable at times, very different to the way that we would normally do things, very conflicting to the our flesh. You know, our flesh is wanting to do one thing, but our spirit is speaking to us about doing something else. So this is that type of season. I really, truly believe this. But as we, we as we walk with God, you know, look at the conditions. You know, he said, yes, he will do this, but there are things that we also need to do as, as a people. And those times are, it's, it can be, it can be quite difficult, you know, um, but he gives us grace and his grace is sufficient for us because his, his strength is made perfect in weakness. It truly is. So when we are weak, he is, is so beautiful and strong for us. He keeps us. He continues to bless us. He continues to protect us. He continues to reveal his heart to us. He continues to reveal his self and his plans, his purposes to us as a people. And someone was saying, what, what, sometimes what is the church's response? What are we doing? And yes, we know how to pray. The church is responding in the way that the church knows how to respond to pray. But as we pray now, I believe he's going to give us strategies, but we need to be bold. We need to be courageous to be able to put those things into place and really obedient to do that, which God has called for us to Mm, do at this time. Absolutely. So fix your eyes on Jesus and hold tight to him. Mm. Um, I believe God is doing great things at the moment. And as we said, it's always about preparation for us. You know, we want to continue to build a community within a community and those changes need to take place. Yeah. And that's one thing that we can't take away. Those changes mm. need to take place. The tearing down to build yeah, up. Absolutely. The tearing down to build up. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting to see that as the enemy tearing down the system to build a new system, which we will finish on next week as we're talking about a new world order, God is also tearing down the now and rebuild a new generation mm. of believers. Mm. A generation of believers that will be steadfast that would be um, uncompromising, but most importantly, is the wake-up call for the church now. It's really the wake-up call for people of God. And I, I used to say, if you wake up in the middle of the night, begin to pray. Because sometimes the Lord wants to reveal something to you. It could be a new business venture for you. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, protecting your loved ones. It could be a new revelation from the Lord. But as he begin to wake us up in the middle of the night, as he begin to use those waves to wake us up, you know, I love somebody said, where's the church's place? We have to be at the forefront. We have to be at the forefront spiritually, but we also have to be at the forefront in actions. You know, very, very important. But that's what he's doing. And exactly and what he's, he's really doing preparing us mm. to do that. And if we have an ear to hear what the spirit of God is saying at this time, He's doing that to us. He's actually preparing his church mm-hmm. in the way that he wants to prepare. Yeah. So we're healthy. We can run the race, you know, Absolutely. so that emotionally we are ready. You know, we are able to be able to go out there to be salt and light and we are whole. We are restored. You know, we are then financially savvy so we can actually go. We can impact not only with with our speech, 
but also we can put our money where our mouths are, you know, so we can do all of those things. He's preparing his church. So as I say, he's tearing down to build up. There are different things that that that, that are there that are integrous, are, are integral for us to be able to move forward. P- parts of our character that will never be removed because that that's what makes us who we are, makes us tenacious, makes us warriors in the spirit, makes us do the work of God, be bold to be mm. able to go and do the work. But there are things that are not meant to be there. Absolutely. And these are the things that he's tearing. He's tearing those things away. He's taking those things away from us. And he said, first, he will come and deal with his church. Then he will deal with the world. First, he needs to deal with us. And I know. think that's why he came. That's why yeah. this is things taking yeah. place. He's dealing with us first. That's right. You know, individually and as a body yeah. of Christ. Yeah. And it is quite interesting. That, I mean, there's so many vision that the Lord has shown me uh, even about this measure financial mm. crisis showed me that in 2015 and it showed me how the whole system would change completely change to the point that it would be we won't be able to recognize the system that we used mm. to live before but one for sure the Lord reveal is his love his protection for his yeah. people he yeah. will protect his people mm. as, long, as long as we stay focus mm. as long as our eyes stay fixed on Jesus mm. I always remember the story of Peter Peter in the boat yeah. when he saw Jesus the first thing that he was looking he wasn't looking where he was he was just looking to Jesus and as he was looking to Jesus Jesus called him come and he began to walk he began to walk and as he began to walk a miracle took place mm. a miracle of a man walking on water mm. listen I never see a man walking on water but that was a miracle. Only a miracle that Jesus could do. When you eyes are fixed on Jesus, the number of miracles that that's will right. take place will be this is what um, we're going to see. And this that's what's taking place see. at the moment. God is preparing his church for yep. miracles to take place. We've mm-hmm. been praying for signs and that's wonders. Right. We are Bible. going to see <laughs> signs and wonders. Yeah, and yeah. I say to you, what the Lord is doing is preparing, is gathering his people, mm. then he's preparing his people for the empowerment of of the Holy Spirit for the empowerment of the yes. anointing outpouring. for the empowerment of the outpouring, outpouring of the outpouring. revival yes. you know there's going to be a revival take place mm. as we get prepared as we get ready you're going to see people are going to be asking what is this word I'm living on what do I need and God's going to begin to open the eyes of the people the people that we've been praying for for years mm. that say I don't want to hear about this Jesus I don't want to know about this Jesus mm. they will begin to, God will begin to open their eyes they will begin to see and they will begin to ask different yes. ones who is this Jesus that you serve mm. I want to know this Jesus that you serve and we're going to see miracles taking place mm. we're going to see people get healed people that you thought mm. that they would never be able to be healed we're going to see people get healed mm. we're going to get people I'm going to see people money literally transfer from the unrighteous to the righteous yep. as the Bible is speaking clearly yep. so and we're going to see Christian becoming wealthy but the Christian that becoming wealthy they will be able to use that money mm. to advance the kingdom of God that's right and that's what God is doing mm. we're going to see people that didn't know how to pray they will begin to pray in a way that you will never understand they will wake up in any hours in the evening and begin to pray and as they begin to pray things will begin to change mm. dramatically systematically mm. we're going to see our young generation rising mm. up and taking things 
but taking things in territory that never mm. take before. What Jabez said, you know, enlarge my territory. Mm. That's what he said, enlarge my territory. Mm. God is going to enlarge the territory of many people mm. today. And I'm speaking prophetically because I'm seeing it as I speak what God is doing. Those three words, do not be afraid of those words. They have to happen. God mm. has to wash away right. everything which is not from him so mm. he can build a church that will be strong enough to face the testing of times Lord. We need a church that need to face the testing of time. We need a church that be able to respond to crisis, financial crisis. We need a church that be able to respond to social crisis. We need a church to be able to respond to emotional crisis. God's going to rise this generation mm. and that generation is doing it right now where we are in a lockdown is using that situation. Mm. Amen. 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 Father, we just want to thank you so much mm. for what you've been doing. And Lord, as you begin to reveal more and more of your plan to us yes, as Lord. people of God, we just want to say yes to you. Yes. We just want to say yes to your yes. will. We just want to say yes to your ways, Lord. Mm. Whatever you ask us to do, Father, we respond by saying yes, yes Lord. Lord. Whatever you want us to do, Lord, we say yes yes to you lord and lord we want to, you to use us but in order to use us he need to prepare us yes. in order to prepare us you need to tear down the things that is none from you mm. so father we open our heart to you this morning mm. every aspect of our heart that we hidden from you lord we open it go inside mm. go inside and remove anything which is none of mm. you so we can be truly salt and light in your kingdom yes, father we thank you for what you're doing and we continue to pray for the different waves we pray for those who are physically and emotionally spiritually involved in what we are going through mm. right now i pray father for spirit of revelation i pray father mm. for the spirit of peace i mm. pray father for the spirit of love father mm. and lord continue to use us as your vessel father for your kingdom mm. lord you revealed to us that we needed to build a community within mm. a community as we're preparing for the times to come. Lord, continue to use us, Lord, in this manner, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Guys, we didn't get into the um, Antichrist, the finishing into the Catholic and the Antichrist. We'll finish that um, next week. And then we over the next two weeks we will have a couple of guests uh mm. to come along and share as well um we're not giving you the name yet but they will come and share with us uh things that i believe as relevant to us um as people of god but also as as i said as we continue to build a community within a community is very important and um, you wanted to say something yeah and also it would be really great because one of the things that is keeps coming up and it keeps coming back is is people um, being able to to be able to have um, arenas or places Absolutely. where they can actually get help and support in terms of emotions and in and trauma and working through those things mm -hmm. um, and if you have any um, platforms or anything you know of anyone who's actually doing anything like that um, if you could share it with us so we can actually invite them and the invite show. them um, and have them speak about what they are doing in, in, in response to this. Um, I know Olu, when he was on a few weeks ago, he spoke about what Ascension Trust are doing mm -hmm. in terms of putting counsellors in place and people in place to actually help people go through these times because they're realising that these times are, are very different and people do actually need 
um, the infrastructure and counsellors and help to work through um, different things that they are going through emotionally. So if you actually have any information on that, we'd be really grateful if you could share it um, and we can share it um, or we can have people on to speak about those things as well to help um, because this is not something that is just for now. We believe it's something that is is ongoing mm-hmm. um, and we need we need to not just think about it for now, but for now and for the future. So thank you. If you'd like to share, obviously, use our, you can use our email address uh, info at revelationhour.co.uk or you can you know whatsapp us or if you have our numbers just you know feel free to contact us the other thing i want to mention and i keep saying every week i will saying if you need any prayer as well please feel free to contact us as well we'll be happy to pray uh for you as well anything doesn't have to be related to what we're talking anything that you feel you need prayer for uh feel free to uh contact us as well uh, that'd be great so we're done done for this week uh thank you so much again guys for being with us again and uh we shall see you again next week um you know same place same time see you later guys bye bye bye